Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm a sad Aiden. Yeah, and we had some technical difficulties today, didn't we? Hopefully we don't have too much lag city in this podcast um, because there's plenty to talk about and not even to be hyperbolic, but the Bears might have the worst offense I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, how are you the worst offense in the NFC North and still a playoff contender? Because our defense is really, really good. Yes, they are. Like, that good. They're good enough to win you games. See you on Monday night, you bitch. I talked to T about that game. I So, I want to get your take, but I, I see the Bears and the Vikings splitting the series. But did you know that Matt Nagy has never lost to the Lions or the Vikings? I didn't know that. Um, have, have fun with Dalvin. Uh, I mean, we'll no, see dude, how the Dalvin. Is. Dalvin is so fun to watch, and I'm glad that he's not injured because I remember well, coming out of give Florida it, State. Give it time, right? Right. right. He's, he's already been I injured remember, like, this year, so I was like, dude, Dalvin's really good coming into the draft, but he gets hurt all the time. Yeah, he had his huge game, and then hurt his groin like in the third quarter, and then like was out for two weeks. Then he came back. Like, I mean, he he was hurt. Uh, I remember his even his rookie year, he was like his first like five games or four games or something. He was like coming out like a fucking psycho, and I was like, oh my god, Dalvin Cook, who is this freak? Like, I mean, I knew him at Florida State, but I wasn't. You're he was sort of riddled with injuries and shit, and so I didn't really think a ton of him coming out. And then like he was god moding it, and then like got destroyed, like fucked his knee up like week four of his rookie year or something. And then so we didn't see him until the next year, and then he was good. But, yeah, I mean, like, he's been still kind of plagued with these little tweaks uh, off and on. And even this year, I mean, the man has sat out, like, two different games, and he, st- he was leading the he's league in leading rushing. leading the league he was leading. He was leading the league in rushing while he was sitting, just chilling. Yo, what size and what jersey is that? Because it looks baggy and it looks retro. <laughs> that looks like 2000. Yeah, it looks like 2000s Vikings. This is a an away Jared Allen jersey, and this is how weird the sizes of those Reeboks fluctuated. Because this so is actually 2010, 2010. Yeah, yeah. This is I had to get this away Jared Allen jersey after Jared Allen signed my home Jared Allen jersey. I was right, like, well, right, that right, one right. never wearing that, and you know I love a nice away jersey. I really do. Um, so I how yeah, often I to, do you just go into your closet and look at so your jerseys? so often and, and just look at them. Yeah, quite honestly, quite a bit. Because I used to do that with my sneakers, and I definitely do that with my video games. Now. I love my jerseys, and I was recently home and found even more stuff. I found an away uh, Manti Teo Notre Dame jersey just in time for us to knock off Clemson and give everybody COVID. And just uh, in time for the Bears to sign him to the practice squad, I believe. I know, dude. I love Manti, and I, you know, you can say what you will, and I know everybody will, but I fucking love him. So. Yeah, but the whole beef about Manti was that he had a fake girlfriend. It wasn't that he robbed some dude or like drove For sure. drunk. He's For a sure. good dude. But and that's I what's remember, so weird about the country. It's yeah, like we have our priorities. Like, ha ha, yeah. you're a fucking idiot. You, you don't have a real girlfriend. Idiot. You fucking loser. Say, hey, you, do you think we should sign Kareem Hunt this weekend? You god fearing freak, and everybody just spits on him. Yeah. Um. Who was it that told you about Manti coming out of Hawaii? It was you, as a, dude. As it a was four, you. high four-star linebacker. Yeah, man, it was you. And I remember uh, fucking just, like, being really invested in him ever since his freshman year just because you gave me the, the heads up. And, like, I remember he also had Robbie Toma come with him. 
uh like from uh hawaii as well and he ended up like sticking around and playing like sweet ass receiver for us like oh we just had i these notre dame this notre dame team is special right now but it has been up until now it's been years waiting for a team as special as like the the undefeated uh nd squad and i know people come to listen to this for the NFL, but yeah, we will. Sorry, I went I, off on a tangent. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Because no. I want no, I want to talk about that Notre Dame game specifically because now our group thread is called Clemson by fourteen because apparently uh-huh. I'm the I'm the fucking idiot. Um, uh-huh. so I just want to go on my little tangent about that game. So, <clears throat> firstly, I had not watched a full Notre Dame game the whole year. I'd only seen the ticker highlights. So therein lies my problem. I didn't see how good this Notre Dame team was. I didn't it's realize because I always, I always see Notre Dame offensive linemen as okay. They're generally white. They're generally upperclassmen. They're generally very good. You know what I mean? That's very, usually very mature offensive line. Yeah, they look like big, like six foot seven white Midwestern offensive linemen. And I'm like, oh well, their offensive line's always good. My issue is that their running backs are converted receivers every year, and they're always okay. They're only that's, okay. That's kind of our thing. It's yeah. kind of weird. It's like um, let's do a running gun it's like why? and then you have a hot you always have a hot quarterback or a fairly Handsome. hot quarterback yeah who's not that great they do well against independent schools and then they play a good team and then he he gets his fucking lunch taken from him um wow what an offense ian the book, only dude. thing i can say about ian book is that he played his fucking ass off and he had one bad play that was inexcusable and that was the fumble on the on the two yard line and yeah. what sucks is that that was Brett Venable's kid that forced the fumble. It was a nepotism yeah, force fumble. That is a nepotism force fumble. Yeah, that game was fucking intense. And it's like there's always that grain of salt of being like, yo, if Trevor Lawrence is in this game, I don't think it goes this way if it's this close. You know what I mean? And there's always that grain of salt where I'm like, well, fucking we have a rivalry game against Boston College this weekend, and they almost beat Clemson before we did. So, you know, like, it's it's still like – That'll be the, a good litmus test the for you road, guys, too. The to road see. is not clear. Yeah, the road is not clear. Um, um, that Jerkovic, I think his name is, uh, for Boston College is good. Their quarterback. Dude, yeah, well, I hey, saw him in person last year. I remember – uh, yeah, um, I remember watching him coming out of high school. Go ahead. What I, are you gonna say? I, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say that that for the first time in in college football history, Notre Dame will be hoisting, hoisting, hoisting a conference championship trophy. <laughs> That's gonna feel so good if you. Well, you will if you yeah, win I out, mean, of, of course. But I think you can lose a couple and still win it, right? Now that you have a head to head on Clemson. But don't we have to play them Miami? in an ACC championship? Oh, do they have a championship? Yeah, of course I'm, they do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Sorry, like, it's early. I have no coffee. Dude, is that a Pixar um, like uh, clouds mug? Dude, I noticed it right from the cloud. How, how Taylor got that? it for me for my birthday, yeah. That's All I saw awesome. was the clouds on the back, and I'm like, that bum, looks bum, like bum, Toy Story. Bum, 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 bum. Let me tell you about a strange thing. Woody's Roundup. <laughs> turn, All right, we went on a college, went on a college like tangent. Like prospector. I, well, I do want to say um, I the also... thing about Trevor Lawrence, um, if we're talking about him being in that game, the one thing that makes me think that he would have won that game is specifically something he did against Ohio State last year. And we know Ohio State has really good athletes on defense. They're very mm-hmm. fast. So do you remember when Sean Wade came off of a slot corner blitz and I thought he killed him? He hit mm-hmm. him and then Trevor Lawrence laid down for like 15 whole minutes. Not really, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm like, dude, I think Trevor Lawrence is dead. And I was actually kind of sad because I know how good he was. 
So then they ejected Sean Wade for a perfectly legal hit. It was just a hard hit. And the next play, when he came back, he ran, Lawrence ran for like a 60-yard touchdown where he juked out our fucking strong safety and took it all the way up the sideline, outrunning our defense. And that is what people sleep on, is the fact that he is so good with his legs. And I could see him doing that. He already, if you recall, dog-walked us in the playoff like two years ago. Um, Like, we got beat like 40-7 to or something. Uh like so like he he's he's had his time and Clemson has been this weird little uh rivalry of ours the past like 5 years uh even when it was Deshaun there uh we I remember we were undefeated and we we had to go into Clemson and and play and that was when like you know they were really starting to like be fire again that was probably like 4 years ago and they you know it was like a mad close game a mad close game which then sent us on like an average trajectory for the rest of the year. Like we ended up losing like four more games or something. It was weird. But then having played them in the playoff, I was all stoked. I remember I was at Taylor's apartment in Chicago and I was like, get ready, babe. Fucking Notre Dame's in the college playoff. We will rise again. And it is such a good feeling. Absolutely destroyed. I mean like absolutely destroyed. And that was what everybody says. Notre Dame will not win in in showtime. They cannot win in primetime. Like that's why I said they'd lose because they hadn't showed it to me. But to be fair, Ohio state with JT Barrett got their ass kicked by Clemson too. Badly. It's tough, man. It's tough. That was when they had Clellan Farrell and Dexter Lawrence. Bro, I think Dabo's annoying. Oh, he's my he's my least favorite college coach other than I bet you I'd love to play for him though. Like if I was a kid and like I was playing I don't know, he seems like he loves his players. But Yeah, except uh, when he has a chance to speak out against racial injustice and he takes the opposite path. Yeah, that's not good. I didn't know about that. I'm not like I had no Dude, clue he, about that. He was the whole in his press conference. If you need, then maybe you shouldn't live in this country. If you take it, yeah. yes. Oh, duh. on Fuck top of up. the fact that every time a play does not go his way, he, he fucking loses like his loses his mind, throws his headset, throws a tantrum, pulls and his I'm like, mask Dude, down to scream at the ref. <laughs> I fucking don't like you, Dad. Here's the thing, though. I was like, <laughs> I love that. That's a good soundbite. Um. Uh, I was like, I was being like, well, why won't this guy wear his mask? And then our entire student body mobs the field and doesn't let Clemson's team leave. And like, uh, oh, it was bad. Like, I, that I can't defend that. Dude, can't if defend I was, that in 2020. if I was DJ Ugalele or yeah. I, forget, I don't know. His, I'd take his, one out. His, his, have you, you know, well, you had to have seen yeah, it. They, they were making a dad. big story. Yeah. They were like, look, and that guy's a baller, by the way. Like, yeah, no, I love him. What I'm is saying a, is DJ's is so big, he should have just fucking been a bouncer and carried Dabo to the locker room and just pushed through your he crowd. He was massive, yeah. His it, dad you know, does it for a living for professional like musicians and stuff. Yeah, ill-advised, as you said. And, you know, I respected Notre Dame for figuring out a seating chart that I thought was scientific and cool. <laughs> and I just talked like, about it. I talked about it on the show. You're like, oh, I remember like there's a soundbite on the show where you're like, God, I love when people use academics and like stuff like that. We're like, oh, how cool is Notre Dame for keeping everything so smart? Yeah, and, and then academics is thrown out the fucking window and they and, just mob you. Hey, Which, we're a football school, fair, God damn it! But to be uh, fair, there is generations and generations of of uh, like I'm, I'm gonna say breeding, but like generations of like knowledge that when you win a game like that, you mob Notre the Dame's, field. Notre that Dame's is tradition. Football school. Yeah, everyone I mean, does and, that. They so wanted us hard to. to they weren't it. stopping anybody. They weren't stopping anybody. They were like, and the, everybody was playing the narrative all week. They're like, the last time Notre Dame had a number one here, it was like Florida State in '93, and they beat them. And it was like, I oh just, my God. I imagine one of the like neon clothed security guards just drumming his hand <coughs> on like the railing where they'd have to jump, and then just going like this and pulling down his neon like 
yeah. overshirt and showing yep. a Notre Dame jersey, and then he just like shoot, no, he literally like, kind of angles though. him in. He's like, it's on, kind of how on. it looked. They were showing it on the camera, and like these kids weren't even trying that hard. They were all kind of like talking. The guys were like, "Come on, please, you know, all right." And like they weren't, they didn't care. They they they, they love that Notre Dame won. I love that Notre Dame won. Um, but I think let's act like we've been there before. We are Notre Dame. That comes with some prestige. And uh, just get off the fucking field, man. Come on, come on. That's an easy one. That's an easy one to me. It's twenty twenty. You're gonna, you're gonna ruin the season, you idiots. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Like, do you already like? And then like, you know, it's not. I mean, it is coincidental, but it also isn't that like all your games canceled this week, is it not? Dude, like, yeah, because it, after Maryland uh, beat Penn State, they went to Halloween parties and fucked chicks dressed as slutty yeah. versions of inanimate yeah. objects. Bama, Bama is canceled this week. Um, a lot of games. We'll oh, did you college. see a lot of Ohio State players are like, hey, Bama, you want to play? That, no, I didn't see that. that Why not? A- it's a COVID year. Why not? Why not? How hard would that be to logistically set it up? Let's just, I'll play at Alabama. Why not? I want to watch a game this weekend. Um, I don't know. I would play I Alabama. Know. How fun would that be? I mean, How it'd be amazing. Crazy. They're like, hey, let's amazing. just, why not? It's a weird year. I mean, I'd be into it. They're, I mean, you have to think that they're losing so much money. Those are two marquee teams that have huge fan bases who now don't get to make any money this weekend. So why don't you just do it? You'll make even more money. It'll be double the money you would have made off of the, I don't know, who but are they playing? It, LSU? Is who safe, is Bama though? playing? Like, um, I mean... Because isn't that the whole point? They're not playing because they don't want the kids to get COVID? Well, yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's Alabama's in opponent in Ohio. It's Ohio State's opponent that has COVID. It's not That's why them. they're not playing. It's not oh, okay. them. Okay. Maryland okay. had an outbreak of like eight players test positive because the speculation is that they partied at Halloween parties after their big win. No, they were saying that on ESPN too. I was like, that's that's like wild. If everyone's saying that, then there's got to be a nugget of truth. Dude, I cannot get over that Pixar mug. Um, Thank you. College football, college football, college football. We can yeah, talk bring about us into NFL while I refill this uh, this mug. Yeah, bringing it to the NFL. Last week's Thursday night game, Packers 49ers. Packers won. <clears throat> Good for them. <clears throat> then you got Broncos Falcons. The Falcons have now won three straight, which is not like going to bode well for their draft prospects. But I'm happy to see them rebounding. And it's kind of funny that right after they fire their coach, they rip off some wins. And albeit it's against the Broncos. Broncos aren't the best this year, but they've shown flashes. The craziest game to me may have been the Seahawks getting at one point blown out by the Bills. It turned out to be a 34-44 game in the Bills' favor. That being said, Josh Allen was red fucking hot. And prayers out to him because his grandmother died right before the game and he decided to play. Raised tons of money for like that uh, Buffalo like hospital or do you see that? Yes, I like Josh Allen. He's good. Yeah, I mean he's definitely he's he's making the Buffalo Bills a team, an it team, and that has never been a thing in our lifetime. I mean, except for when we were infants. When they he looks like a rancher. He looks like he works on a ranch and like herds cattle. Yeah, but he looks young and he looks. Under the radar. Like, keep the bills a secret. His, I dude, they're not under the radar now. Are you kidding me? Everyone's I know, but have you seen him wearing bills. that shirt and stuff? Have you seen uh, him like, no, wearing that I shirt? Not. Keep the bills a secret. Like, it's funny. I love the bills playing well because their fan base is fucking rowdy as shit and jump through tables. They're so, real rowdy. And they don't, they don't give a fuck about the cold. The only I team like in New York. Teams. The only team in New York that's playing football. Correct. 
we got Ravens Colts. That one pissed me off because I truly think the Colts could have won that game if it weren't for the Taylor fumble six and the absolute bullshit interception by Marcus Peters, which was not an interception. Um, it was a closer game than the score shows, which was 24-10 Ravens. <clears throat> I think that one could have very easily been the Colts. I think the Colts are a really good team. and I they will are. I will mention them again because they're playing the Titans in a conference matchup tonight, Thursday night football. That'll be it's a really gonna good be a, game. It's going to be a good one. We had Texans-Jaguars. Um, it sucks because I really wanted to watch the Texans and Deshaun Watson this year, and now I find myself not wanting to watch them. And no. I definitely don't want to watch the Jaguars, even though I liked Minshew. So no, it's like, oh, I didn't watch boring. that game. It's a whole thing. The Jaguars are boring. I will never, I will never willingly turn on a Jaguars game. You can't fucking make me. But the Texans uh, before the season are, were mad interesting. It's like, but D hop is catching all those Kyler tutties now. So like, yeah, will and, and, like will, and will Fuller, will Fuller is, is very consistent. Sneakily. He almost consistent. got traded to green Bay. I, I, I know, but he's popping off in, in Houston and people aren't really talking about it. Um, but it's still not D Hop. Like in a, quick, it, sorry. Go ahead. No, I that's it. You. I'm just saying no, it's, it's just it's still not Hopkins. <laughs> you know, it's like correct. Will Fuller is inconsistent, but very talented, and he's putting up numbers this year. I like him. Um, he has he has a very similar athletic frame and profile to to D Hop. They're both very slender, tall wide receivers. The only mm-hmm. difference is D Hop will not drop the pass ever. And his route yeah. tree is ridiculous. Um, yeah. Quick idea. Will Fuller let's, drops a few. Let's burn through this week and then hit on the fact that the trade deadline was a dud. We'll get that and then burn, we'll go into this Burn week. these games because the only thing that really matters is leading up to us talking about Chicago versus Minnesota. Like, that's all that yeah, matters. This is our week. This is our week. We're close. Man. We're close. On Monday night. Oh, I'm excited. Chiefs, that's why, oh. beat the, Chiefs beat the Panthers in a close one, which had the Panthers ahead at one point. Uh, again, both of us like touchdown Tutty. Touchdown, yeah, Teddy. Of course, yeah. Lions, Lions, Vikings. Do you want to spend a little bit of time on this? Oh yeah, I have to actually. Go ahead, because we because we looked fucking wonderful, and uh, uh, a lot of that. Here's the thing, and I know I talked about it last week a little bit, but like, did I talk about it on air about Everson Griffin's little beef with Mike Zimmer going into the game? Um, I like, don't believe so at all. So there was like uh, there was like the whole like the, some of the some of the stuff that made news was. That somebody asked Zimmer going into the game about Everson Griffin being on the Lions now, and he's like, "Yeah, Everson's a, a good player." And then Everson Griffin had this like not so nice like response to it, where he's like, "Well, I don't think Mike Zimmer's a, gr- a good coach. I think Mike Zimmer's a great coach. And I think he helped me out through hard times in my life with mental and physical health and everything else." And he's like, and "He's like, so so for him to call me a good player, he's like, all right, fine, we'll see who's a good player on the weekend and stuff." So I was thinking, "Oh no, Everson Griffin's gonna have like five sacks and like," but I'm like, "No, this also isn't eight years ago." So uh, he was quiet as hell, getting stood the fuck up by our average offensive line, which I don't like to say because I love Everson Griffin. He's one of my all time, you know. I just love him. I've been with him since the jump, even though he's a USC boy. Um, have the man's jerseys. Uh, but and then Peterson was was very quiet too. It's it's interesting to see a passing of the torch to to have Peterson marveling uh, from the sideline at Dalvin Cook. Yeah, did you like, hear he he's like put some respect on it? To yeah, Madden. told Madden to boost him to ninety nine and shit. Like having Peterson like being like like there was one of the, I saw this video uh, of. Um, 
it was like showing the Dalvin run and Peterson's reaction on the sideline. Like there was like Dalvin running and he like, he just like juked somebody out of their pads and went for like six more yards for a first down and Peterson's watching. He just like, like cringes, like just cringes at the juke. And he's like, whew. Like, so I, I, I mean, I love cooking, that dude. AP is not acting salty towards Minnesota. Nah. It shows that he has love for it. The changing of the guard, man. No, we love him. They love him. He's a god there. He knows it. And uh, he'll retire with us. I, I guarantee it. He's a Hall of Famer he with should. us. He should. He's gonna be. He's going to be a legend for us forever. But Question, um, is he a Hall of Famer for you guys if he plays for like six more years on a bunch of other teams? Because yeah. he yeah. would be the kind of guy that does that. Choose that plays else? for like six. No, that plays for like six more years on yeah, like but they, four they other pick, teams. They pick the team they go in on. Correct. I know. I'm just. I'm just joking. All I'm saying is like by then he would have played on more teams and more years you. away than he I was. <clears throat> well, yeah, mm. great win for you guys in the conference. Bears played the Titans. Also, Stafford um, threw so many interceptions. It was fucked up. But go ahead. Weird against your secondary, dude. We had like two or three picks. Who? Who had him? Um, I don't. Do you remember, remember off the top of your head? No, I don't. <clears throat> no worries. Go ahead um, and talk about your game. So, not to sound hyperbolic, but the Bears might have the worst offense I've ever seen. And I think I said that already, but I thought it during the game while watching. I'm like, this might be the worst offense I've literally ever seen in my life, and especially on a team with a winning record. And then you go to social media and you go to the talks shows and – Everyone's saying it. They're like, that was the worst offensive performance I have ever seen. So I don't feel bad saying it. We're now, what, three, four years into Nagy? I think three. Because Mitch is on his fourth year and his first year was with Fox. So I think this is the third. Um, He had an amazing first year in 2018. He had an average letdown year last year. And we are heading for a letdown year this year. If you're an offensive guru, an offensive genius, I think this is long enough. I think we've given him long enough to be a play caller. We've given him long enough to hold the moniker of this offensive guru, offensive genius type. Uh. I'm tired of the fucking BU on his play calling sheet. Because guess what, Luke? The dude does not watch the fucking game. He just looks at his play sheet the whole time. Have you ever I know, noticed it's weird. that? No, He's I, I always didn't, like this. Maybe, Matt Nagy, that is why you had to call a timeout after you converted a successful fake punt with Barkevius Mingo, who ran it for like 18 yards. They fucking ran a fake punt, got the first down, didn't know what to do on offense, and then had to call a timeout. Jesus. They are so disorganized. They are so bad. I will give you the benefit of the doubt for the offensive line being Mm -hmm. the worst I've ever seen. We have a converted D lineman. We have Alex Bars from Notre Dame who's playing dog shit. He's bad. And maybe it's because he tore his ACL and then he lost it. I don't know. We have one guy who's returning, and that's Charles Leno, who's a goddamn guarantee to get you two false starts and a hold per game. And he's not that great. That might be an exaggeration, but it seems like he gets at least one false start every single game. I've never been very impressed by him. Um, Nick Foles, I mean, I don't know what to say, man. Like, you don't go back to Trubisky because you've already made the switch. And what does that do to mentalities and to the right. locker room? around the team. I mean, you um, gotta, yeah, you got to stay in your lane, I think, at this you point. You don't if you're have another to... option. 
I you guess trying to te- hold on to try and make playoffs. You think you'll make them? I don't. No, no, no way, dude. I I didn't think we should have won five games. I didn't think we should have ripped off of, like a five and one record because our offense was bad then, and they were actually like twice as good as we are now. We are our leading rusher, I think, at the end of the game, but definitely through most of the game was Barkevius Mingo outside linebacker on the, yeah, that's on the fake punt. Yeah, we lost good. David Montgomery to a concussion because he's just getting blown up in the backfield every play. Um, at one point, we'd only targeted Allen Robinson like one time. And then after they pointed it out the next drive, he got like three circus catches. And I'm like, yeah, hmm, maybe you should be scheming up fucking plays for your best players. Instead of just throwing out bullshit route trees and having Nick Foles try to progress through them while he's backpedaling. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. you should dial up plays for your good guys and get the ball to them quick. I, I don't know. You, maybe dude. just an idea. If I was the Bears defense, I would have been socking people on the offense. <laughs> I would have been like, are you fucking kidding me? Because how pissed would you? I play defense. How pissed would you be if you were putting out that performance Every single drive just for your offense to do that. I got to be honest, Aiden, I don't know because we were giving up like 40 points uh, at minimum when we played defense. Yeah, this is all us using our bountiful imagination because we were really bad yes. in high school. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, no, I hear you, man. I'd be I'd be livid. And I also want to hold myself accountable uh, because, like, th- there was, like, definitely times on this on this podcast regarding, like, th- the state of the Vikes, too, where I'm like, we fucking suck. Like, we fucking suck. This year's fucked. And then all of a sudden, they play, like, we have the last two weeks. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is Zimmer not the piece of shit I thought of? Like, like... I didn't. I, I I tried to back him forever, and then he started making dumb calls, and then we have that moment where like uh uh it's fucking fourth down, and I'm like just no, just punt it, don't go for it, and then he, and he finally just like he didn't go for it, and I was like fuck yes, he's learning, he doesn't have to do a stupid call when we're up by fourteen, like I I don't know man, I I think that like there's a there's a wax and waning happening in the NFC North, and and we're waxing, you're waning, bro. You know what I mean? It's a waxing gibbous if I've ever there, seen one. There's hey, a world where we tweak been, ourselves. Who's been what? saying on the podcast and throughout the whole year how the Vikings aren't that bad and it, well in in terms of their record and they could easily be flipped with the Bears. I've been saying that all year. I know that. And and I and I I was like being disappointed about how we were playing and how close it was and stuff, but then we started to, on this fucking spiral and the stuff that started to happen like it looked like we just looked dead in our eyes and shit, but coming off that bye week, we seem rejuvenated. And if we go this way and keep playing this way, there's nobody we can't fuck with. We beat the Packers. Uh, uh, we're 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 patching up our record. If we beat if we beat the Bears on Monday, which I think we can, if we play our game, um, you know. But there's also the world where hey, Nick Foles throws five think, touchdowns against me. I don't think Kirk Cousins has ever won a Monday night game. I think he. I think he. I think that's what everybody said. And then he did last year or something. Okay, well, maybe won. I'm wrong. Yeah, we won a Monday. We didn't we beat you on Monday night, like two years no, ago. No, you guys have never beaten the Bears under Matt Nagy. Oh fuck! Well, regardless, I'm almost positive that might. Be oh, wrong. I wanted to. I, think I, I wanted to tell that. you this. I wanted to tell you this. Uh, Matt Stafford threw two interceptions, and then Chase Daniel threw an interception because <laughs> they took Matt Stafford out. <clears throat> um, no way! Was I'm he not hurt? kidding. I don't think so. <laughs> I oh, think we were no. just dog walking them. Uh, and uh, the the interceptions were uh, 
Eric Wilson, who's been popping off at linebacker. Yep, linebacker. Uh, Eric Kendricks, who's always popping off. And uh, Harrison Hitman Smith. Mm. Did he uh, rough somebody like two plays before that? He did not get ejected from this game, surprisingly. I know that's kind of his thing. <clears throat> Burning through the rest of the games because I don't want to talk about the Bears anymore. Giants beat the football team. Raiders beat the Chargers. The Chargers found a way to lose in the end like they always do. It's very sad to see, but Herbert is promising. It's really weird. But you know what? Um, Rivers was promising for like fucking 13 years, so we'll see what happens in in that organization. They're such a tragic team. Fuck them. A really cool game, the Battle of Tua versus Kyler, Dolphins-Cardinals. What is with this Tua? Dude, Tua won the game. What is happening? He's a swag lord. Why does he have confidence of a six-year starter in the league? They're five and three. I know. He's like always they, been so even keeled, cool. We're and We're all sitting out here being like, you're going to put in Tua when you guys are solid this year? And like, he's like, yes, they're going to put in Tua. Like, I'm very good at football. They saw it. They saw what he had in the practice. You know I feel I mean? wrong. Yeah. I feel like I was like, this kid's dead. Like, I think, I think Monday, I think uh, Monday was just the one year anniversary of his hip. So it's just crazy. The Steelers beat the Cowboys. They are 8-0 for the first time Past in franchise inspection, history. Just barely. Just barely. It's it's always fun when there is an undefeated team, like this far into the season. It's always of fun course. because it's a whole other storyline that you get to watch. And it, it feels a little bit like Ben's swan song. Yeah, you think he's on his way out finally? Um, no, I, I'm just saying like he's in the twilight years of his career and I think he could feasibly win a Super Bowl this year. I'm yeah, I think that would be, if he he won one, he should probably retire. And I'll say this, give it off to Duck Hodges. How many times have I seen that man get absolutely fucking demolished this year and then end up like in a cast or something? He got hit so hard. He got hit into another dude and it was like, bang, bang. Yeah. Um, Hey man, this I is know. a guy who gets in motorcycle crashes in the off season. Remember that in like oh, like in the in the mid aughts. He also gets accused of sexual assault. Luke. Speaking oh, of teams just running to talent that has trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. they stayed undefeated. They that. beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys are just dripping blood from their stab wounds of fucking repeated losses. Jerry um, Jones is like Dak Prescott's my quarterback. I'm like, shut up. But if but if you want to talk about an elderly quarterback getting absolutely blown up, let's talk about the Buccaneers Saints. Ew. Ew, what the only word happened? For that game. I had Ew. to stop watching it. It was so bad. I couldn't stop. It was too fun. Dude, you know who's the most fucking mouthy? That whole uh, entire Saints secondary, including yeah. Marshawn Lattimore from Ohio State. Chauncey yeah. Gardner-Johnson, the dude that Javon Wims cold-cocked, like... I yeah. think Javon Wim should be out of the league. Such anyway. a funny, such a funny punch. It was just like a, I mean, like, first of all, why would you punch a helmet? But first off, was, why would you run from behind somebody? Tap him snap, up. Snap, no, he snatched out his fucking mouthpiece. And Is then that he what pun- he did? Yep. And then oh, he punched okay. him once and Chauncey didn't move. The first like, punch. He, I saw the funniest meme ever. And it was, it said Chauncey during that first punch. And it was like, Joel Embiid getting like his photo taken for like the NBA and just like not moving at all. He's just like, 
Duh. And it's like, that was Chauncey taking that first hit. Did not yeah, move he ate an inch. those, but that's what happens when you're wearing a helmet. Like, I, I, it was all stupid. I'll never understand why people fucking But regardless, that guy is very mouthy. He's always trying to get people to fucking fight him. Smart. If I was a corner, it's part of the game. Like, it's a No, I love game. mouthy corners, but I don't, know. I don't like it when my players on my fucking favorite team do shit like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, that's what happens when you have an undisciplined squad, Matt Nagy. Oh, dude. On dis, it's the offense. It's not the defense. I mean, we had one game where Akeem Hicks got a couple penalties in a row, but Akeem Hicks is not a malicious player. He's just playing hard. He's always laughing and smiling and like talking to people. He's fun. He's a very fun player. He arguably is my favorite player on this bear scene. And more than Khalil Mack, maybe. I really like Akeem Hicks. Your defense is Um, gross. So I'm not gonna dwell on the Saints Buccaneers. You want to talk about a, a, a def, uh, undefeated team? Well, I'll tell you. Are we close to the Monday night game? Because the, the unwind team. Yeah, the, the most Patriots. interesting scenario. The most. I didn't watch scenario. The game. Tell me about it. Happened. I didn't watch it. So I was watching it uh, specifically because I'm like, you know what? I've been into the Pats this uh, at the beginning of the year, and it's been just like a really sad fall from grace. Like even like like we talked about it. Watching Cam like just buck up and just struggle like in different spots like the fumble was his fault like a week or two ago that lost the game uh and you know he tried to fuck this game up pretty bad and he ended up you know it, yes it's interesting like it's an interesting storyline for cam newton to to have like this great like short like score and then another quick drive to win the game but it's like it's not that interesting when it's against an 0 and 8 team the most interesting storyline would be uh, the the Jets getting their first win of the season uh, against the Pats and watching like the feud continue to fucking rage between Bill Belichick and Cam Newton. Now that that and was interesting. Pretty boy Flacco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that like that was the storyline that I thought was going to happen, and then the Jets are the Jets and gave it away. Like I mean, they're just the worst team in the NFL, and they still had a crack at at beating the Patriots. But when you're the worst team in the NFL and you're <clears> Owens, maybe maybe they don't know how to win anymore. Maybe they don't know. Um, and I, I I, feel for them. I would hate to be a fan of the Giants or the Jets because even though the Vikings are the like middle of the road this year, God damn, we're not 0-8. So, yeah, it's it, – it, yeah, it's, it, They it's almost depressing. had them. I, I was like really thinking that the Jets were going to get a W. Um, and, you know, again, it's like congratulations, Cam, on, on avoiding sacks and – and and you know not fucking up against the worst team in the league congratulations but oof it's a it's it's sad to watch him it's sad to watch the patriots it's sad to watch cam uh in my opinion and it's just like that team is this weird fucking post-apocalyptic version of the of the patriots we we once knew it's bizarre 2020 is the weirdest year maybe for the patriots like it's just like a bizarro universe of the patriots so we closed out that week Tonight, we got Colts-Titans. I think that'll be a really fucking fun game to watch. Who do you think will win? I, I already said I think the Titans the will win. Titans. The Titans are going to win by a But, dude, a the Bears made the Bears defense made that Titans offense. Like, just as bad as Nick Foles looked, the Bears made their offense look real bad for a well, large Well, the, Vikings, the, the Vikings almost had the Titans. Like, we, we had the Titans by, like, just a – they beat us by in the last bit or whatever. Like, we – they're, the Titans are are touchable, but they are good. Um, 
So. I'm not. Do you want me to hit on all the matchups for this? Absolutely for this not. Week? I only okay. want to talk. I really only want to talk about Vikings Bears. Um, Packers do play Jags, so I think they're gonna have a guaranteed win, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that really matters to me, going through all of these Vikings Bears Monday Dude, night. It's Vikings Soldier Bears Field. Week. It's Soldier Vikings Field. Bears Week. It's Vikings Bears Week. It's Vikings Bears Week. What is our better group, than this? What is our group chat? Not group chat. What is our Facebook chat? titled what me and yours yeah uh, i don't know the luke and aiden bowl oh yes yes, yes, yes. and tell me that this is not Found a it. luke and aiden bowl <laughs> oh boy is it dude monday night fucking you guys will probably if you're if you're the bears i know you'll wear throwbacks or orange jerseys or something for a prime time so. game against the vikes um yeah i mean i dude, it doesn't get any better than that a, a monday night fucking game on espn vikings bears we're in a position where this has big implications in our division. Um, this is a litmus test to see what's going to happen the rest of the year. If the Vikings win, it could it could spell an upward trajectory throughout the season. I mean, we already took down the Packers. We beat the Lions. If we beat you now, um, things are things are looking up. If the Vikings are the Vikings we were at the front half of the year, and if Kirk Cousins gets very startled by your good defense. Uh, things could go downhill quick. Well, what does he always do against? If Dalvin Cook decides to run wild, <laughs> what'd you say? Big lag. Oh, cool. My girlfriend just texted me that one of the significant others of someone at work tested positive for COVID. Cool. Yikes! On air. That's great. Well, I get a test. Uh, I got tested this week. Negative. I've been tested once. It was right before your wedding. You know why? Did they- because Why? I'm a good friend and I don't want to bring COVID to the wedding. Thanks, man. Did you get it up your nose or in your mouth? Up my nose. I've never had that. I, I have always avoided it because I was afraid of that. But here they have like all these pop-up spots. It's like it's kind of scary. It looks like a big city like post-outbreak, which I guess it is. Um, it is. There's it always is. huge it, lines. There's all these weird pop-up tents. No, nah, it's crazy in LA. It's like you can you can just book your appointment and walk to this weird outside tent and swab your own mouth and just toss it in a bucket and then they'll give you your results via email. It's amazing. That's upsetting. Now I'm worried. Cool. Um, You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right, man. Well, I'm worried about my girlfriend too. Oh yeah. I guess we should worry about her too. Regardless, at least my cat did not shit on me live today. Nope. No cat shit. I hope dude, dude, my mom's going to be here. Do you know that? She's coming out? Why? Because uh, she was planning on visiting. Her and Allie were planning on visiting me and Taylor the whole time, like even before pandemic um, uh, for the for this period. <clears throat> and um, originally, hey, originally everybody was going to come, people that aren't with us anymore. Um, but uh, Allie has to work and she can't. Mom still wants to come. So we're all getting covid tested and uh, she's going to do a little staycation uh, with us for like, uh, a few days out here, but she'll be here to catch Notre Dame, Boston college. And she'll be here to catch fucking, uh, Vikes bears on Monday, which it just, oof, it's going to hit the spot with, with mama bear being here. Oh, she goes, she goes last night. She goes, I'm bringing my switch. She's like, uh, she's like, I'm still figuring it out. And she's like, I've been playing Tetris and some Mario. She goes, tell Aiden, uh, I need him to figure out how I can get one of those super Nintendo controllers. I was like, Oh, oh don't worry. It. I was like, I was like, well, I'll get him on the case. <laughs> I so. love her so much. That is so yeah. sweet. She's crushing it. I told you, dude, she was influenced so quickly. I, I threw on the online Super Nintendo and gave her the SNES controller you gave me, and she was like, oh, my God. 
the Nintendo Switch is just lovely. I have Pikmin 3 right now, but I'm not going to lie. I tried Taylor to get beat... D... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Taylor beat Luigi's Mansion 3 already. Dude, Taylor's crushing it. Hasn't she beaten like two games like Mario she... Odyssey and that? Taylor beat Odyssey. She beat Luigi's Mansion 3. Taylor doesn't put down a game until she beats it. It's just like intense. she seems like one of those headstrong people that like when she has She's a, a good task, gamer. she like works towards it. Like now, for, now me, I'll I'll get a badge in Pokemon Sword and then not play it for a week because I'm like, ooh, that was satisfying. Yeah, um, I'm kind of that way. So something I've noticed lately, my favorite thing to do is play like a very very lengthy, very involved open world RPG, and then in between sessions that could last days or or hours. I play a sports game or another game as like a palate cleanser. Like, to, yeah. you know what I mean? To keep me honest. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I just played Fallout for two days straight. I'm going to play like half a season of Madden, you know? Just I'm like, blown away by being able to play a Pokemon game with a controller that's wireless and on my TV. I'm still blown away. I'm such a 90s kid. Fucking, I know, it's weird. I was, in the, I was in the wild area. I caught like seven Oddish the other night. I was like, I'm Yo, just going to have all of you. you must not have ever played Pokemon Coliseum or Pokemon well, XD Gale of Darkness on the GameCube. I, I didn't. I didn't. Because when I saw Coliseum, I was like, oh, is it like Pokemon Stadium 3? And they were like, no, it's not. And I was like, I don't want to play that shit. It's I an was RPG. Like, it's like, it's a little. I didn't know. It's, probably it's not real it. Pokemon. It, I mean, it is. Yeah. But the whole thing is you don't catch wild Pokemon. You snatch other players. Yeah, it's weird. I there was also there's that one that's on uh like Pokemon tournament I've played a little and that's kind of fun, uh because that was the game I wanted as a child. Like right, as that's a what kid. we wanted. I'm like, why can't yeah. we just make the fucking that's Pokemon all fight I wanted. To- I mean, I loved the game so much and and it, it taught me a lot of patience. Thank God it was the way it was because I I'm, I love that game. It's perfect. I wanted especially with Pokemon Stadium. I was like, why can't I just fucking Mortal Kombat these fuckers? I just want to hit them like with my Pokemon. And oh, so, what a hit! Yeah. Oh, one hit wonder. <laughs> I just blew out oh, somebody's man. ears. Um, Didn't I send you Pokemon Stadium 2 or no? Uh yeah, uh yes, I believe so. You've sent me so many so many goodies. I have one and two. I have the the Game Boy booster packs. Um Taylor goes, "What is that controller you got in there?" I'm like, "That's a new N64 controller Aiden got us. It's like a fucking Xbox controller that plugs into your fucking No more N64. of the three-pronged weirdness, you know? No, I got we love you it. Yeah, I got you a nice little regular controller, and it still can equip the booster pack. It can still have the rumble pack. It's see-through blue still. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, no, you're, the Nintendo, it's going to be a lovely Christmas. I think everybody. I'm a good friend. My, my nieces and nephews can't listen or won't listen to the pod, but I'm pretty sure. So this is okay. Like, like I got a Switch after you told me to. Our boy Tuan got a Switch. My mom and sister went and got a Switch. Fucking, I'm pretty sure uh, Sam's kids are getting a Switch this year. Like, it's going to be a fucking, I'm, I'm throwing out red little Switch uh, boxes to everybody for Christmas this year. I'm like, this is easy. Like, we're all a Nintendo family. Equip your controller. We're Mario Karting the, the day away. Dude, we, I want to have like a family Mario Kart or a family Mario Party night where we Please, all dude. do it. I have to buy Super Mario Party still. Target's got the swaggy. Have you seen that swaggy package Target has, where it's Super Mario Party and Mario Kart uh, in a bundle? And if you, it's like a ninety or hundred bucks. And if you buy it, you get a ten dollar Target gift card. It's like what the yeah. fuck? Yep. And it's it's uh, about to be Black Friday. You know what I mean? So that's when you get a lot of the thing about Nintendo. Um, as someone who's like nuts deep in the game, 
um, Nintendo games are what you call evergreen titles. They always sell, and this is first-party Nintendo games, like your Marios, your Yoshis, your Pokemons, your Zeldas. Um, Yoshi up there with the upper echelon. Why'd I do that? I love Yoshi, dude. It's because um, you know I love Kong. Yoshi's story on fucking N64 so much. Correct. You haven't played Yoshi's uh, Crafted World? or Not yet, but only because you told me it wasn't very long. It's not very long. It's very easy. D beat it really quick. So and I want the Kirby that and game. Kirby. I want that and Kirby. You know. So man. the thing is, you just got to find a deal on them. You know, you just don't mm-hmm. pay full price. You try to get them no. for twenty five, thirty bucks, which is hard, but you do it. Um, that's what I do. So the thing about I bought Nintendo quite a titles, few full price. <laughs> I know. I try to tell you to just wait, and if you give me a month and a half, I could probably find you a deal. But you don't. You're like, I'm not. Waiting. I I beat to my fucking. I marched to my own five, man. Yeah, you beat to your own your own pud. Um, the thing, yeah, the, the whole evergreen title thing, it's basically like, I don't know if you're aware of this, but for PS, whatever, it's PS5 now and, and Xbox, whatever, you know, it's, it's the new Spider-Man gen. They Miles just, Morales they just comes announced. Out today. I want to play but it. For like PS4 and Xbox one, the whole thing is a brand new AAA game. Like for instance, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I bought it yesterday or two days ago and I've been playing it. Um, I bought it full price. If I wait a month, I could get it for 40 bucks. If I wait... Two or three months, I could probably get it for thirty or twenty. Because sure. all of those games, they get discounted to fuck. That does not happen with Nintendo. No. The only so times they get discounted are like rarely, and it's usually ten bucks, or during Black Friday, and it's like twenty mm-hmm. bucks. You know what I mean? Then you and never Black get Friday them for really is so cheap. wild west this year because of uh uh COVID. Like everybody. Th- well, yeah, because they know they're losing a fuckload of money, so that's why like Walmart and Target and Best Buys they're doing Black Friday deals every single week this month. That's why I already got my Christmas tree from Target. It's already up. You want to see it? Fucking Target had it. Okay, so like... you and you and uh, T both have your Christmas trees up. So I guess I gotta put mine up now. Well, here's my thing. I've always adamantly, adamantly subscribed to get through Thanksgiving and then after that uh, go to Christmas. But this year sucks, man. This year sucks, and it's been devoid of a lot of joy. Um, uh, I've had a lot of things happen, both good and yeah. bad, but the bad uh, really weigh in my mind. And so I'm like, you know what? Let's squeeze every ounce of Christmas cheer out of the uh, the back half of 2020, back end, not half, Jesus Christ. Let's get all the um, serotonin dungy we can get. Yeah, all the serotonin dungy, <laughs> all the all the fucking all the fucking happy vibes we can we can possibly. Did you know Tony Dungy's dad was in the Tuskegee Airmen? They Whoa, just said that no, on, that's, that was, so, that was, that's so awesome. It was on Veterans Day thing on ESPN yesterday. He's like, he and Tony Dungy didn't know until he was at his dad's funeral. His dad didn't even talk about it. And then, like, he, like, uh, like he knew his dad was in the service, and that's all. And then he's at his dad's funeral, and he's like, yeah, he's in the Tuskegee fucking Airmen, bro. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, like that's Tony like, Dungy. that's that kind of selfless service, you know? That's, that's and why that's... Why I, res- that's very, very, yeah. And respect to Aiden. Respect. Aiden, you're a military fucking vet, bro. And, and, Thank you. And, and we appreciate your service. Oh, for, I got free that. food yesterday. Don't worry about Dude, that. Dude, I, I, you were, you were always when we were in high school. You were always enviously scoping out those free breakfasts at High V for veterans. I know you. You were like one day. I, dude, I, I told D the same yesterday. I said, "What That's other funny. group of people in America have one day of the year where they get free food?" And I mean, they fucking deserve it every day, frankly. Like, well, I, if a if a fucking if a World War Two vet wants to have free breakfast every day, give him fucking free breakfast. Correct. I'm I I subscribe to that as well. My thing is this: I went to some places yesterday. The camaraderie was great. 
Um, everyone was so nice. I usually tip if I get a free meal like that. I usually like will tip Fuck the yeah. person because um, yeah. I'm like I'm getting a free meal. Fair is fair. Um, but like the veterans I saw, like groups would talk to each other. I heard one being like. Oh yeah, they got double crunch shrimp at Applebee's. They're like, oh my god, I'm heading there right now, and I'm like, oh, people are going to get every meal right now. They're going everywhere. <laughs> um, and then I, I went to Applebee's, and some dude gave me a flyer for a free meal at Buffalo or Golden Corral. It was mm. like a since they're not dining in, it's like a ticket. I didn't go because I feel like if any place has COVID, it's Golden Corral. I can't believe Golden Corral would be open in pandemic. It's not. They're season. giving out like free meal tickets. But I, see, I, I, I see. I just didn't go. So that was cool. But the thing that sucked really badly was that a lot of very, very elderly veterans were out today. And it's it's because that's their day, and I understand that. And they, they're, they're used to celebrating it. They're used to the attention. They're used to the respect. They're used to being able to put on their regalia and be like, mm-hmm. okay, this is my day for remembrance and all of that. But mm-hmm. it's not the time to be outside, and especially at a restaurant. That is one of the worst places to go to get COVID. And yeah. worse than that, a lot of elderly veterans without masks on. I yeah, went to I mean, Logan's because Logan's was the dopest. Ugh, they give you a Logan's free steak. Logan's fire, dude. I Logan's know. I went to fire. Logan's and it was from three to six. You get a free meal. But I was like one of the first people there to put my order in. And, and when I went in, in. You guys have dine-in? N- no, not really. But I, I put say, my order in. We haven't had dine-in in fucking months. And then I walked in to get it. But when I walked in to get it like 20 minutes later, it was a madhouse. And I had people all around me. A lot of people not wearing masks. So, yeah, D mm. might get COVID from work, but I might get COVID from Veterans Day. So, uh, well, it's scary, we thank, dude. The positivity we thank you for rates your are service. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, worst. no, I mean, it's the one are... day you don't give me shit for my service, you know? I don't give you shit for your service. Oh, yes, you I, do. I never have. You give yourself shit for your service, and then I joke about it with you. That's true. Yeah, I would never. Um, I mean, let's be honest. I'm not a World War II vet. Like, you're not, not a World War II vet, vet, but you t- you took a more uh, uh, man's man path than I ever would have. So, oh, that's uh, a definite for sure. Yeah. So even that uh, is a tip of the cap for me. Who would have thought I would have went through with it? You know. Yeah, five I'm, years. I'm five very, years. Very proud of you. Like, Got to I, live in I, Europe for three years. That was such a such a good ride. Exactly. Like, yeah, well, you've done you've done and seen things. Uh, hither hitherto un, unimaginable to me it's just um, crazy that when i when i wanted to join i said there's only really two things i really want to get out of this and that's free college and p- the potential to travel and i really want to go to europe so if i could get, get stationed in europe and get free college that would be the end all for me and it happened it happened um so yeah thank you um, I think that's pretty much it. We've been not talking about football for a while. Nobody cares. They like this show. You well, know, be, if they're this deep, be, they like it. To be fair, ideally, I would have went and played the star nickel position at Ohio State under Jim Tressel and then Urban Meyer later instead of joining yeah. the military. I mean, obviously, and I was going to be starting nose guard for Notre Dame, but... That's what I thought was going to happen. Things don't happen that way. Remember your NCAA football probably 13 at the time? Hawaii? Um, with Hawaii and your D tackle who got like 50 sacks. Yeah, dude, it was fucked up. That, oh my God. Sam has been sending me Snapchats of him playing NCAA on PS3. And I was like, I told, I keep telling Taylor, I'm like, I might have to get my 360 shipped oh, out here. And she's like, she's like, do you have the game for one game? No, I don't. Okay. Bad you know news. That game is expensive yeah. now. I know. Yeah. It, it's, and it makes sense. I think people are still updating it online, right? 
Yeah, it was weird. It happened all of a sudden. It went from like ten dollars to a hundred, then to one hundred and fifty, then to two hundred, and now back down to like a hundred. Yo, my cat it wouldn't even have to be fourteen. Anywhere, any any of them with Road to Glory would hit my dog off of the spot. My dog Pippin, when he has to go to the bathroom, he just gets really close to you and just stares at you and like really politely to just let you know. And right now, for like the past fifteen minutes, he's just been staring at me from my side, trying to let me know he has to take a big shit. Very polite. Very polite of him. He's such a good boy. Well, um, <laughs> what? Oh, there's Christ. there's another thing I wanted to hit. Remiss, whatever, Ali. Um. The NFL has is implementing um, a diversity rule, which I sent yeah. to the group chat, wherein if you have a minority coach on your staff who gets hired as a GM or a head coach on another team, as in like you developed a talented minority coach, your mm-hmm. team gets a third round pick. If anything was going to move the needle on this, it's definitely compensation that actually helps you win football games. So yeah. I am very happy that they did that. My thing is this. In a sport that is so much proportionally more African-American, why are there so few African-American coaches at any position in yeah. so many white coaches? There is not, they don't, white people don't have a monopoly on football intellect. So no, if you, agreed. and I'll also say this, many white coaches were former players. And if they weren't mm-hmm. former players, they're of a coaching tree where they're probably someone in their family was a coach. You know what sure. I mean? Who was also probably a player. So if all of these coaches are players or, or children of players, why are the fucking African-American players not getting coaching jobs? Like Bri- yeah. Byron Left- Leftwich, who played when we were younger, is the he offensive coordinator for the Buccaneers. Why is that yeah. not happening more often? So I'm very uh, glad to see that they're yeah. doing something no, I hear that you. actually and, will Leftwich probably get legend. people to do something about it. Not a legend. He's not a Hall of Famer, but like fucking. Remember Did when you know he like one broke time his he broke leg? his leg? Yeah, and he they broke his leg on a college drive, and they kept carrying him up to the line. That's hey, what team amazing. did he play for? Do you know? <sighs> Give me we two are. Seconds. Okay, I was gonna. It, it was Marshall. Okay, good. Because I was seeing green in my head, and you know, my, I'm such a. Me and you are triggers for Tulane, and I'm like, yeah, it's this? like, oh, Tulane. Yeah, I was like, he's green. Or like uh, UAB. Yeah, yeah, Joe Webb. Um, but yeah, well, let's get out of here. What do you think? Let's wrap. I think we can wrap. We, nothing crazy happened today. We got through it pretty quick. We got through. Well, not quick. It's still fifty. No, it's minutes, a long but, episode. Yeah, <laughs> but we got a lot. We got a lot done. We talked about a lot. The Bears. Uh, so. The Bears. Vikings. Um, I'm going to make my prediction. I think the Bears win this one, close, and I think the Vikings win the next one. That's okay. honestly what I think happens. Yeah, but split I would it with home so series. not be surprised to see you guys beat us by like 21 points and have our our whole sideline look dejected and your whole sideline like swagging the fuck out. And mm-hmm. I can see Justin doing the whole dance in the end zone all the way oh, across yeah. it after he takes a slant 80 yards. Mm, that would be no, just actually delicious. not really. I couldn't see that on our defense, but I could see our offense getting sacked to fuck. In a perfect world, Dalvin opens it up, and then we hit Justin Jefferson for another two, like you know, two hundred yard game. But uh, like, how much of Justin Jefferson killing it this year is his talent, and how much is the play action being set up by Dalvin and the the passing game? I mean, it's 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 both. It's both. I mean. I think Justin Jefferson's. I think Justin Jefferson is uh, a, an incredible route runner. Uh, I think that he's like super, super savvy, and I think that uh, a lot of it. It would be crazy to 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 take away any of that credit, but at the same time, Dalvin's been fucking popping off. Uh, like, I mean, popping off. 
I can't believe I can't believe the year he's having. Uh, and if he can keep it up, um, you know, he'll go down in the annals of fucking Vikings history. Um, but I again, I, I, I could see the Bears fucking us up. <laughs> so uh, it, it doesn't. It, it, there's a world where we win handily. There's a world where we score fucking three points and we we lose thirty five three. So I I don't know. I'm going to call Vikings because I'm a Vikings fan. I'm going to call Vikings because I'm a Vikings fan, but I don't got a score for you. Now that I know Mamo's going to be there, I won't call you with, like, a string of curse words flowing out of my mouth as soon as you Yeah, open it it'll up. have to be very respectful, something very— What's up, best friend? Very... Um, What a drive that was, you know? I'm definitely not going to curse because I'm <laughs> hey, definitely Luke. not upset. Hey, bud. <laughs> hey, Kathleen. How is your Switch? How's your how's your SNES online going? Oh, good, good, good. Oh, Thanksgiving's coming up, I know. And I'm like, Luke. Like Nick, motherf- Nick Foles just threw a pick six to Harrison this Smith. motherfucker, if he doesn't step up in the fucking pocket, I swear to God. He is going to pay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Go ahead. You Four close NFL it out. I fucked up last week. Four. Four NFL and Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. And we'll see you next week. Go Bears. Uh, I think Justin Jefferson is uh, an incredible route runner, and he's like uh, like already way ahead of a lot of rookies in terms of like uh, professionality. Uh, is that a word? No. Professionalism. Professionalism. Yeah. Oh my god, that was weird. Anyways, hey, do you have uh, a master's degree there, Bucko? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, that fi- thank God we have a we have a soundbite for the end because I was like <laughs> we haven't said anything we haven't we said haven't anything said funny. Anything funny. <laughs> yeah.